0: Welcome to Professional Insights with Priya, a series of talks with people of purposeful souls, souls that have sort of evolved as life has happened to them, and they've learned from the experiences life has brought to them. They are the heroes of their lives, and it is such a pleasure to bring these conversations to you, and I hope you enjoy them as much as I enjoyed listening to them. Welcome to Professional Insights with Priya. An event is incomplete without an anchor. And Anchor is the one that holds the event from the start to the finish. It is such a pleasure to welcome this guest that I have today. Award winner from not only BW Applause, but Ima and hosts some of the most wonderful events. One of the few things that I love about her is when she goes on stage, she literally owns it. Yes, the name is Yitika Ganjuthar. Githika, thank you for taking time and being here. You've been thank unwell you. and you are here still. I'm so impressed. Only for you. Githika, today I'd like you to talk to us about what has your journey been like? What makes you so successful? What makes you, you know, do the right things at the right time and also win all these awards that you've won? Um, so let's hear it from you directly. What is the ethos of anchoring according to you? For me, uh, the ethos of anchoring is
1: really the passion to excel and the unflinching, undying commitment to every single time, go out there and do something, which is, of course, your best, but is above and beyond what has been done or anybody would have attempted to do till now. Many people tell me that, why is every show so important to you? But it's something that comes naturally to me. Every single time I step out to do a job, whether I'm shooting or anchoring or acting, for me, the whole ethos of that is excellent quality, which is probably amongst the best that's been done uh, ever. So that, I think, is really the starting point of a good anchor.
0: What is the difference between being an MC, an anchor, or a hostess? There's usually a lot of, you know, you know people sort of mix all these terms up how can you explain that? So anchoring really
1: is a broad umbrella term under which you have a television anchor, you have a newscaster, you have an MC, you have a live host, you have a show host. So different uh, categories. Uh, people do not really seem to give a lot of weightage to the subtle differences between all of these categories. A newscaster is a completely different uh, genre of uh, anchoring. Uh, a television anchor again on a commercial show is very different on a a socially relevant show is very different. An MC is very different. An MC on a a social event is different. An MC on a corporate event is different. On a government event is absolutely different. I feel a good anchor is somebody who can adopt herself or himself to these different genres. Understanding the subtleties to be laid out and need to be not executed when every job is done. Wonderful. How has anchoring helped you as an individual? I think everything that I am today as a person is also because of the work I've done for so many years. I, When I began, I just completed my post-graduation. So, ideally, I should have been a very mature, very clear-headed, very driven kind of an individual. But I was for the longest time in my career, I was extremely uh, slow-moving, very naive. I'd say my growth as an individual in life has uh, been to, because of two reasons. One is my work, and the second, of course, uh, is uh, my husband these two elements have actually framed who I am as a person. So if I wasn't an anchor, I am who I am because of the work that I've done over the
0: last so many years. What inspired you to take up anchoring and was there somebody or something that made you say that, yes, I want to be an anchor?
1: No, that's the weirdest part, Priya. I uh, never ever even knew what an anchor was when I was doing my post-graduation. You know, it was not in the main realm of things in my head. I was training to be a filmmaker from Jamia Mascom. And I was uh, handling camera on my final film. Someone there in the institute saw me. We had producers coming to shoot in our studio facilities. Someone there saw me, offered me a show on television. I was a curious kid, you know. I was like, oh, let's try this, whatever makeup and hair, whatever silly stuff. So I shot, it was a lot of hard work. We shot in the scorching heat in Horskha's Fort, I remember. That was the first ever shoot. And the makeup had made me look like (laughs) like a witch from somewhere red and yellow and pink or whatever. (laughs) I figured that I could shoot really fast I could speak I could uh, internalize things very fast and I thought I was okay at what I was doing on the very first day itself For the first one or two years I still kept uh, you know, meandering and pondering that do I really want to do this or oh, is this something I want to do, want to do, want to do, want to do and it was already happening. I truly believe in destiny and I think me as an anchor is just a classic case of destiny just uh, saying okay now you go up this is what you're going to do. I love the fact that I can go out there on stage or at a shoot and deliver what I visualise. Now that's the part that I love. Or can you walk us through your journey as an anchor? What has it been like? Well, I began with television and till 2008, 2009, I've done a lot of television from Delhi. I've done shows for Star and Z and Sony and um, uh, National. I even hosted Chitrahar, you know? <laughs> and Phan- that, that's a very special memory I had that I hosted oh, wow. Chitrahar, something that I grew up watching. When I was in Delhi till about 2008, I uh, hosted all kinds of events and I do a lot of work. I would work 25 days a month and I think that kind of completely burnt me out and I wanted to take a break and go away and also focus on setting up family and settling down, which I did. I did take sort of a soft break where I did whatever came my way between 2008 and 2011-12, but I did not drive my business aggressively. Post-2012 is when I really see, uh, began the very uh, definitive and very meaningful phase of, of my career. Thanks to the good work that I had done before that, I could come back in and at least be heard. But did that open doors for me? No, it did. So that's when began a very interesting phase, a very challenging phase. Gave me a lot of inspiration to go out there and actually Prove this that I can come back and I can still do much better work. Initially, I would worry that, oh my god, if I'm doing a social space event, am I going to get called in for that PM president event or not? Are they going to think I'm not a very serious um, anchor to be cast on something as serious as that? But it's happening. One day I'm on an event where I have the PM sitting in the audience, and the next day I'm in Jodhpur where I'm actually introducing. Salim Suleiman <laughs> to a yeah. gathering of, of a wedding and the next day I'm actually going in and doing a conference for a corporate wow. so right now I'm in that great space where I'm doing almost every genre preparing
0: for any anchoring show that you do what all
1: does it involve? firstly when I get a call I'm very, I very clearly ask what is the show? half the time people tell you this is the date this is the venue this is the show will you do it or not so I'm like will you please tell me what the show is about so I can at least choose whether I want to do something like that or not one is that secondly you try and understand whether you can pull this off for them or not if not then I I say no if yes I, I go on and do it then I ask for a good con call with the agency, then a a dialogue with the client. So once that is done, I'm sent a bit of a script draft, a content draft. This is what the flow is. This is what we want you to say in terms of pointers. And then me and my content team, we take it on. Now for shows like corporate shows and for government shows, you have to freeze the words because most of the times, at least with my case, everything goes in and gets approved. When it's a social event, of course, then kind of go with your understanding of what needs to be said and what needs to be done. So once you have your content ready, um, I internalize it, and we design the look as to what will my attire be, what will my makeup be, what colors are we going with, what is the color of the decor, what is the color of the brand, uh, brand. That you represent. All of that, yeah, we, yes. we decide that. So what is a
0: typical day in your life like, on especially show day? Earlier,
1: I would just be completely knotted around what I was doing, but now I've I've calmed myself down. I'm more peaceful on a day when I'm working. Ideally, if it's a morning event, of course, I begin very early. So I wake up very early, by five. I do a bit of a rehearsal and I revise my script. So that takes about an hour. Then make up hair and I I kind of give myself like 15 minutes to design my tone. How am I going to be speaking? Uh, What are my levels going to be? Where I need to modulate how? How will I get this audience going? All of that, I do a bit of a 10 minute uh, exercise in my head. And um, then an hour before the show, I'm just relaxed. I let go. And uh, once it starts, then I'm having like the like super fun of my life on stage. It's like it's a magical dance of me and my words and my expressions and, you know, my actions and my audience. And I can't explain it, but um, it, it's, it's almost like I'm not... Uh, Alert on stage But I'm still alert I'm not alert to anything else But I'm alert to what I'm doing And I'm alert to my audience I finish up I go home And the minute I enter the house There's my child (laughs) And I have to spend time with her I have to make sure through the day, things are organized at home too. You're coordinating on the phone. So very typical, like
0: like any other working woman, yeah. So there's been a lot of progress. I can see you've you know started out 18 years ago. And today, you know, you are where you are. So many awards and so much progress. Such a variety of genres that you're doing. It's just quite fascinating. What do you see yourself in 10 years from now? And where do you see this industry evolving 10 years from now? So
1: yes, of course, we've had Angus for the longest time. Even when Gandhiji was doing his... Padhyatra meetings I'm sure there must have been someone who was introducing and calling him on to speak so this is uh, this is a role that's eons old I feel uh, when it comes to news anchors and serious uh, event anchors and serious television show anchors we have good people when it comes to events I have seen a gradual deterioration of quality and because of that the anchor's role uh, though very important seems to have lost its pull Uh, While a show is being put together Uh, If you you know that you have someone Who can do these wonders for you Do these magics for you there You design the show a little differently But you know that Okay I'm not going to get someone And this budget is going to do a really good job Okay we'll just make this a connect job Kind of thing I hope in the years ahead You don't really see recordings substitute anchors on live events I really have a feeling that's going to start happening or voiceovers replace anchors on events if anchors want to continue to be the mainstay of events we all have to get up and do a far better job than we're doing today you know because tomorrow there'll be there'll be all kinds of augmentation technology there'll be um, you know you, you could be somewhere else and you could be getting projected onto a show uh, uh, to the audience from somewhere else if you're not going to do a good job I think we're headed in a direction where the anchor's job would actually in the next seven, eight years see itself getting minimized. Where I see myself in 10 years is 100% anchoring. Did I think my last day I'll evolve. Obviously, I'll have grey hair and all of that. (laughs) Will still be able to be an elegant lady, (laughs) of course. Uh, A passion that's been in my heart for the longest time: motivational speaking. I'm going to start writing my books, which I have been holding in my heart for so many years.
0: That is wonderful.
1: Yeah. So these two things will become my mainstay. So, did you
0: ever feel that you needed some sort of help along the way? You you would have done better if you had a mentor or a coach. Yes,
1: faster. So I've never had a mentor. And I've never had coaches, but everyone comes with their own destiny. And I should not complain of all the people because I'm having a great ride. So now I'm in that very wonderful place where I get a lot of help and push from everyone without even asking. But I've had to come to that place. And that journey to come to that
0: place has been a long, arduous uh, journey. I mean, you're just so wonderful with what you do. Every time you go on stage, I never fail to feel amazed at the kind of work you do such professionalism, such authenticity and such, I think, finesse with which you do your work. It's just so fascinating. What is the advice you'd like to give youngsters who are trying to start out their career and considering anchoring as a profession? Come one, come all, but come so you can make sense of the chaos and
1: not add to it. We already have too many anchors in the Indian live industry. So please come if you think you can add quality, a very important job uh, of the Indian live industry because we as an industry are in a great place. We are going to go into a very great place from here. We now only need the good people coming in. What I really see around me is that um, just about everybody wants to be an anchor and they think that this a very easy work. What is specialization? Hai. No, it's, it's a very specialized job and if you're going to do this job, try and do it well. Think about anchoring uh, for the right reasons. Don't just think that you're going to be wearing these gorgeous dresses and travelling to exotic places uh, where the client is going to be footing all your bills. (laughs) You should first do a self-check. See if you have a good voice. First, to start with, especially if you're going to be on stage or you're going to be on radio or you're going to be on television. Ask yourself, do you have a good baritone? Do you have good voice modulation? Secondly, is your personality uh, a vibrant, appealing one? thirdly are you well educated are you well read do you have a reading habit um, are you aware of what's happening around you you express your thoughts clearly what you need to communicate about the particular brand or the particular person or the show or the situation so ask yourself these questions then if this figures if you tick off all these then yeah then you should definitely consider it yeah but it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of uh, it takes up your entire life it's, it's a 24-7 kind of a job uh, so it's not it's not like uh, all glamour and uh, jet set <laughs> No, it's not. Right, I'm sure. I'm doing almost every genre. Now, there are some genres which I myself will say no to. I believe that though anchoring is largely free of uh, age uh, barriers, but there are some shows where you do require someone who's very, very, very young and uh, extremely different personality or whatever. So I do not I do not sign on for such stuff. There are things that I'm not very comfortable doing. And so where it clashes with my ideas of how... Uh, the dignity of an anchor a female anchor on a show I won't pick pick a job like that Is there any
0: training that is possible for anchoring? There are many
1: institutes in Delhi and Bombay Uh, there are institutes in in smaller cities too so figure out what those places are those avenues are please complete your education please do your post-graduation maturity education Uh, all of that exposure adds to the weight of uh, a good anchor. Can you tell me some of the unique events that you have hosted? Having hosted events with uh, the late President Abdul Kalam, lovely experiences of him uh, remembering, talking complimenting, he's such a superman. Uh, With Mr. Bachchan every single time I've done an event with him I've just, you know, it's been that man, he's just at this level, he's still working so hard he's rehearsing, he's On time, incredible inspiration. I don't ever think whether I'm successful or not. Mm -hmm. I only think, am I doing a good job and am I taking my category forward? Am I contributing something that will be remembered when I'm gone?
0: Women out there who go out there on stage and perform and do what they do, just like you being an anchor, what do you feel people perceive them as? Whatever they want the
1: audience to think of them. Let me be as frank as that if you're going to go out there and in your head in your heart you believe i'm a dignified woman i'm good at what i'm doing and that is that is the only thing they will think of you what they think of you comes from you it's the vibe that you give out it's the belief that you are radiating it's uh, the dignity that either you're losing or holding on to It's exactly that is what they're going to be thinking of you. And um, if, you know, you are addressing an audience that doesn't have that level of evolution where where they can obviously see if a woman is interested or not, then choose to not do that event. So uh, for me, I've always been viewed as somebody who uh, comes in, does a decent job and uh, that's it, finishes the job and goes home the only incident that ever happened with me was um, I was had just begun and as it is I had my huge doubts about whether I wanted to do this or not because of the timings and the travel and um, you know it was just a very kind day, back then a bit of a wild industry so I remember in a show when I was on the floor at level with my audience and a channel partner actually stepped out of the boundary and tried to get me to say something which I thought was uh, not very appropriate and I remember at that very young age, um, just handing the mic uh, to the client and walking out of that show. And they did work with me for the next two, three years. And I was absolutely okay with it. Today, I know already the vibe that I'm going to get from that side of the audience or this side of the audience. or oh, that one's not going to give me a very proper vibe. So I know how to manipulate my presence to block that particular side out or to block that particular person out. So I have never actually let it come to a point where I have to react. I know I can feel that's a that's, that's something about me as an anchor which I really value. I pick up vibes. And I know which ones enjoying what I'm saying, which ones not enjoying what I'm saying, who's not looking at me very very properly. <laughs> I know how to block that that side out. So it's not
0: happened with me after that ever. Yeah. Wonderful. I think you sort of owned your space and you you know you make certain that yes you want to protect what I think that you go out there to do. Yeah, my vibe is
1: very clear that this is the job I'm here to do and beyond this, uh, if you try and mess with me, <laughs> it's not going to be a very cozy site for you. I believe that no one should have to compromise and I hope it doesn't come to that for them but then I also do believe that in the day and age we live in it's to each his own. Just remember you represent a category and you have the responsibility of maintaining the dignity of, of that job and what you do or don't do adds on to what people out there think of anchors. So just be responsible, that's all.
0: Thank you so much for staying to the end. It's been a pleasure putting it together. Until next time, be happy and stay in love. And...